0: back we watch we collect a baseball podcast presented by believe podcast network it's opening day opening day is finally here finally here i'm rocking the red sox jersey obviously if you're just listening you can't see it but i'm rocking the red sox jersey rocking 2018 red sox world series hat it's opening day i'm excited ready to get this fucking season going anyway it's opening day Opening day is finally here. It's finally here. And you know what? I'll I'll be honest. On some level, it's got me at the point where it's like, really? Like, opening day is here? Like, we just had, like, a month and a half with just a lot of baseball. With the World Baseball Classic. Felt like opening day happened months ago. No. Opening day is here. World Baseball Classic is done. Players are back where they're supposed to be. Opening day is here. I'm beyond excited. So, um... I'm finally doing an episode where I'm on video, which I don't know if how often I'm going to do this, but it, it if it's a pain in the ass to keep doing it, I probably won't do it so often. Maybe like for like big episodes, like opening day, uh, maybe trade deadline stuff, um, all-star break stuff, home run derby recap, whatever, maybe postseason, whatever. But I'm going to try to work with this episode and put it to where it's like, I'm going to give my predictions. I'm, I have four predictions. I'm going to be doing this episode. I'm going to be doing my ALNL Rookie of the Year, my ALNL Cy Young winners, my MVP winners, and also my division winners. Now, I don't have my division winners written down, which I have everything else written down. But I don't have my division winners written down. But I do know who, who I have winning the divisions. And I'm not going to do wins and losses, because I can give a shit about wins and losses, it's, it, it comes down to just who was going to win the division, uh, I don't care how many wins or losses they end up getting, It, it, it it's going to end up depending, or just by who wins, basically, anyway, uh, those are the first four things I'm doing, rookie of the year, Cy Young winner, MVP winners, and division winners at the end, so those are the four things I'm going to be doing this opening day episode, first and foremost, uh, I just finished my world baseball classic fantasy baseball draft with suddenly the podcast shout out to them. Uh, their third annual it's uh, and it was an honor to be included in the second one. So a huge shout out to them. Thank you for that. Um, at the end of the episode, I'll go over my roster. I'm not going to do it in the beginning because I want to get into these predictions and my reasonings for certain um, for certain picks and a, a little bit of and a, and a few little takes. I have a take about a certain player. That probably not a lot of people are going to like. But you know what? Oh, well. It's a take. Take her. I don't care. Um, so, I'm going to try to see. Obviously, if you're watching, it'll look a little bit differently. If you're listening, that's one thing. Uh, If you're watching, I'm going to try to put on this side. Like, somewhere here. Like, a little graphic as the video goes on. As my pics go on. So, if you're watching, you can follow along. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to try to do that. I, I will do that. I, I'm, I'm working on it right now. So... I'm going to see if I could do that. So, first off, let's, let's just get into this MLB opening day. First, uh, I think this season is going to be very, very different from the last two seasons, I'll say. I'm not counting 2020 because that season was trash. 2021, it was still weird because of 25% COVID shit going on, whatever. 2022 was, like, the first full official season where everybody's, like, kind of, like, pretty much back to normal and things like that. Astros win. Everyone's like, uh Anyway, but this season, I just, and, and it's for one reason and one reason only. I think this season is going to be so different player-wise, atmosphere-wise, rules-wise, of course, but, like, in terms of the way players are going to play wise. And I think it's be- one reason and one reason only is because of the world baseball classic. Some players played in it. They, they have played in ways that obviously people have seen before, but it was elevated at a level where it's like, Holy shit. That just meant so much more because of watching it representing the country basically. So I think it's going to be that different. You're going to see certain players Elevate their teams and boost the morale. I'm a huge morale guy, so you're gonna see players like Trey Turner go to the Phillies. Like, hey guys, you see what the hell I just did? Let's do that again. Harper, you weren't playing. I know I, he's hurt right now, but when he comes back, I I just think those are gonna play big factors. Like Tim Anderson going on the White Sox. I got I got a prediction for that team coming up a little later. But like even Randy Rosarena playing for Team Mexico. He's playing for Tampa. That's going to be totally different. They kind of got some new players in there a little bit, and just all around, like like all the Angels players that were in the World Baseball Classic, down to Otani, to to uh, uh, who is it? Uh, Fuck that pitcher, uh, Patrick Sandoval, and of course Mike Trout. Like it's just going to go so much different this season. That's just it's just going to look different. And then of course with the rules and all this shit going on, like, it's just going to be so different, and there's a whole bunch of rookies coming into this season, that, uh a lot of them are favored to win rookie of the year, like, Jordan Walker just made the roster for the Cardinals, obviously, now he's going to be a favorite, Anthony Volpe just made the opening day roster for the Yankees at shortstop, he might be a favorite, um, but, I will say those are not my picks, for AL or N.L. Those are not my picks. My picks are totally different. But this season, it's going to be an exciting one. And um, I don't know. Maybe after I do my division winners, I'll give my little who I think will be in the World Series. I don't know. Maybe. If if I think of just off the top of my head who I think is going to be in the World Series, I'll say it. If not, I probably won't have one. But let's get into my first set of predictions, which is the American League and National League Rookie of the Year. Again, I I have my paper along with my notes too. So let's start. You know what? Let's let's start with the NL. Let's start with NL. So National League Rookie of the Year. Um, this player is 22 years old. First rounder back in 2019, and he just signed an extension for eight years, 111 million dollars. Now here's my thing. I've always had this, this, it's not a take like this, like just feeling that not even feeling just, I don't know. I I don't even know what the word I'm looking for, but just this thing where like, if players after they get a big contract usually end up playing really well, or players before they get a big contract, they end up playing really well. And this player just got 8 years, 111 million dollars to play for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Corbin Carroll is my National League Rookie of the Year pick for this year. So, I think because he's getting paid all that much, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll probably be at left field majority of the season, maybe left field and right field, but it, my main reason for that pick is because he is so damn good and be, mainly because of this contract extension i think that's just what's gonna make him be like all right y'all pay me this money this much money you guys being the arizona diamondbacks not really a noticeable team over there on the west but you know what i'm gonna show out i'm gonna sell some jerseys for you guys i'm gonna be that dude so and then i even wrote down a little bit of numbers here now before i get into his numbers um or well, actually no these are my prediction numbers anyway but I know when a lot of people make these picks, they like to go like with past numbers or or like I think they're going to do it because, you know, I think he's 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 due for whatever. Or if he stays healthy, I'm not going to do none of that. I don't like doing none of that because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a analyst or whatever. I'm just going based on what I think my gut or just who I would want to win. Simple as that. Simple as that. So, Corbin Carroll is my, like, one to win guy. I want the Arizona Diamondbacks to finally have someone that, you know, fans can hold their head up high with. So, I'm going with Corbin Carroll as my National League Rookie of the Year pick. I think I wrote down a little bit of numbers, just, like, prediction. I have him hitting at least 295 with an OPS of .910. And I have him being a 25-25 guy. Over 25 or more homers, and... 25 or more stolen bases this dude is quick i've seen him play i saw him play against the uh oakland a's over there in phoenix arizona so i've I've seen him play he's he's quick he's a good dude so i have him winning national league rookie of the year for 2023 um now let's go over to the american league now this one american league it's a huge one. Everyone wants Gunnar Henderson. Everyone wants, um, who's that other? Fuck, who's that other kid? I forgot. Or now Anthony Volpe is going to be on on everyone's list. Well, he's a shortstop for the Yankees now. He might win Rook of the Year. He's made the opening day roster. They might give him an extension midseason. Who knows? Usually that's how they go. I don't know. He might get an extension at the end of the season. Who knows? But he's not my pick. None of those guys are my pick. My pick is twenty-five-year-old, another first-rounder from twenty-nineteen. I I think he is going to be a guy that he plays for a team. Or I'll just say his name. My American League Rookie of the Year pick is Josh Jung. Reason being, again, this is just a feeling, a gut feeling. I, I it's just I want him to win for that team, whatever. So. My reasoning is because the Texas Rangers are kind of a like a brand new team now. They signed a couple of guys in the past couple of years. Now they got Jacob Degrom, who I had going to Texas Rangers in the first place. Now he's there. They're they got um uh who else is there? Damn uh fuck damn I'm like drawing a blank right now. But of course, like him and then like they got so many new prospects or might be making this team that I think with him coming up, it's just a feeling that he, all those players are just going to make him that much better. Like Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, like I think they're just going to impact him a lot to where he's just going to be like, all right, I want to show these guys what I can do and I'm going to show these fans or this is what I think Texas Rangers are going to do. Like are they just going to show these fans that that you know what? Hey, hey, we're in the American League West too. It's not just two teams. It's not just Houston and Seattle. It, hey, we're in the West too. And I think they're going to do that. I do have the Texas Rangers being a team that everyone needs to at least look out for. Like I'm not saying they're going to they're not going to win the West. I'm not saying that. But I'm, I I might have to put them tied at second place probably with, with the Seattle Mariners. I don't know. I just have that gut feeling that Texas Rangers are going to show us that they can go back to being 2015 and 2016 Texas Rangers again. That's just it's just my prediction. It's just my gut feeling. That's all it is. Like any, Anybody can say what they want. Oh, they're not going to win. It's Houston or, or it's Seattle. They're a good team. All right, you know what? Teams get good until they're not good anymore. Look what happened with, when was it, in 2021 with, Twins of won over hundred games and then get swept in the postseason, so shit could happen. And then after that, they don't ever reach the postseason again. So same thing with the Giants, won over hundred games, they end up getting beat by the Dodgers, and then they don't even touch the postseason again. So shit could happen. All right, I'm sick of everybody saying, "Well, nah, they they're just not a good team; they're not built for like right that." But you know what? You never know what could happen. That's what I love about this sport. So again, I got Josh Jung winning the American League Rookie of the Year for 2023. And um, I think I wrote down uh, some numbers. I think these are his numbers I wrote down. Yeah. So I have him hitting at least 281 with a at least a, an OPS of over 870, 870 plus. And I do have him hitting over at least over 28 home runs. I do. And I think he's going to be... little bit of a tough out for a lot of people he faces he's gonna face some pitchers on on the on the west he's gonna face probably face otani he's gonna face christian javier hunter brown those guys from the astros and and then even pitchers for the mariners but he's also gonna face pitchers in the national league too because everybody's gonna play everybody so i don't know i just have a feeling he's gonna be a tough out he just looks like a guy who would give pitchers hell facing that bat so Again, it's just a prediction. It's just my gut feeling. Like, everyone's going to look back. Oh, he never did that. So what? He might think of something. Or, or find a new thing in him where he's just going to find a certain thing about him to where he's going to give pitchers a tough at bat. It's just my prediction. It's all it is. So I got Josh Young winning the American League Rookie of the Year. So I have Corbin Carroll winning the National League Rookie of the Year. And I got Josh Jung winning the American League Rookie of the Year. My next one. And I think I should do... Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to do these guys next. So, uh, again, I'll start in the National League. So, and I'll go with Cy Young winners now. So, I'm I'm hoping that my NL Cy Young pick wins this year. Because that would make me two for two in the past couple of years. Last year, I picked Sandy Alcantara and he won. So, This year, my National League Cy Young winner is Aaron Nola for the Phillies. Mainly because this—I even wrote it down because I was just like, "This is just because." I wrote down just been a gut feeling, no real numbers to uh, to back up. I'm just rooting for him, and that's it. That's all it is. I'm just rooting for Aaron Nola. I want him to get back to that that what year? uh, That 2018. Aaron Nola that's what I want him to get back to which he had like I think what was like damn I think he had like like 17 wins or so I should have wrote his number down I should have wrote his numbers down but I know he had like like 17 wins he had a lot of wins and I think that year he was like like third or second in Cy, Cy Young voting but all in all I'm just rooting for Aaron Nola I I He pitches a lot. He's a he's a good innings guy in today's age. Like I know, like 250 is not seen as often anymore. But I mean, I see him as like if I had to throw a quick number out there, like ooh, I would say over over 210, over 220 innings. That's what I see on him. I'm just rooting for Aaron Nola. I want him to win a Cy Young. I like Aaron Nola a lot, so he is my National League. Cy Young winner, Aaron Nola for the Phillies. I'm going for him. Cy Young winner. Now, this is the one that's going to have like a little bit of my reasoning conversation. So, Cy Young winner for the American League is going to be probably not even saying none other than. Because probably not a lot of people will pick him. He might be like everyone's like third or fourth. Not even third. I would say everyone's like fourth or fifth pick if they had to put a group of like five pitchers who they think could win Cy Young. He's my number one. It's the guy who struck out Mike Trout in the World Baseball Classic as the final out for the championship. Shohei Otani. I have Shohei Otani winning the American League Cy Young. Why? I think for some reason, His pitching this year, I'm not discrediting his pitching for the last year's at all. I'm not. 100% I'm not. I just think that this year he's going to pitch so good. And again, it's like weird because he's on the Angels. But I think this year he's going to pitch so good that it's going to come down to at the end of the season when he's a free agent that teams are going to want him to just pitch, I I don't know, I just have that feeling they're gonna put up a contract together that you can only pitch, which I don't think he's gonna do. But I think this pitching, his performance in pitching this year is just gonna be that much higher. It's going to shadow his performance hitting as a DH. That's again, it's just a gut feeling, hundred percent, just a gut feeling. I think his pitching is gonna be so good and. So look, looked apart from everyone else. Granted, I know like Degrom is there, Garrett Cole is there, and I mean American League. Like Degrom is there on the American League now, Garrett Cole's on the American League. Justin Verlander's gone; he's a Met now, so like he's not in the picture anymore. And if you think about it, there's a lot of pitchers over there that can't really like. I mean, can they really put up a fight? Like, there's really not a lot of pitchers you can think of that would actually. Could actually put up a fight, so I just think Showatan is going to just do so much better with pitching. Like, and it's funny because I wrote down like a little bit of like numbers what I think he's going to end up doing. So, this is what I wrote down. So, I think his ERA is going to be at or below 2.4, I think he's going to pitch over 200 innings. I think he's going to have more than 17 wins. He's going to pitch. What what is this? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's going to pitch. No, he's going to strike out more than 210 batters. And he's going to have less than seven losses. Which is, of course, weird because, again, he pitches for the Angels. Like, how is he going to win? He's just going to pitch that good to where his wins, he's only going to give up one or two runs. But the Angels were going to end up scoring like very minimal like four to five and that's just gonna be enough like he's gonna pitch into the to like into the seventh or into the like past the seventh into the eighth and like their bullpen is just gonna be saved just for his game so that they can get his wins so that his pitching can just look good and um that's just what I ultimately think is going to happen. It's, again, it's just a gut feeling. That's all it is, just a gut feeling. I think his pitching is just going to be way much better than his batting. Like, of course, he does both. Everyone sees that he does both. He's the only one right now that does both. But all in all, I think his pitching is just going to be so much better. It's going to be looked at so much more than his batting. And I still think he's going to be a 30-plus homer guy. He's going to be a guy with over eighty five RBIs, he's still gonna get MVP votes. But I think he's going to you know what? I just thought of it right now. I think he will get more Cy Young votes. If he doesn't win, if he doesn't win Cy Young, I think shoyotani Tani will get more Cy Young votes than he does MVP votes at the end of this season. But of course I have him winning the Cy Young so but if he doesn't I, I have Shoyotani getting more Cy Young votes than he does MVP votes. So, my my picks for the Cy Youngs for the National League are Aaron Nola. And my picks for the American League Cy Young winner is Shohei Ohtani. Now, MVPs. This one, this category. All right, so uh, I have a take about a certain player for the American League. But, of course, I'm starting with the National League first. So, my National League MVP winner and I'll give my reasoning after. My National League MVP winner is going to be Manny Machado, which is crazy. Coming to think that the National League is just stacked with MVPs anyway. But I have Manny Machado winning, and I wrote down my reasoning right here on this piece of paper in front of me, and I'm going to read it. He will be very consistent when he plays. When he plays, he will be forgotten when voting time comes, but the fans will. We'll be, we'll, we we'll remember. Oh shit. He should win. I don't even know if that made sense, but okay. So anyway, I, my reasoning is I, he's gonna be very consistent when he plays. He's gonna be a guy that's like gonna be consistent where he's gonna hit a home run like, like every fifth or sixth game or something like that. He's gonna have a, mul- he's gonna have multi games where he hits multiple homers, and I don't even care that much for Manny Machado. Can't deny his talent. The guy is fucking good. He's manny fucking Machado. Anyway, but I think he's gonna be that dude where he's just gonna be that type of MVP player where not only is he gonna come up clutch, like of course, have the big hits in the eighth or ninth inning, put the guys up, hit a hit a go-ahead two run bomb or whatever. He's gonna do all that. But he's gonna be that guy where he's gonna be hitting home runs, driving guys in so early in the game to where like his clutch hits will kinda go not unnoticed, but like kinda shadowed over the fact that he is doing his job early in the game, getting getting runs in to where the beginning of the game matters, to where his he's gonna give his bullpen guys like, you know, that cushion that they need and things like that. That's where I think he's gonna be the top of hitter. I again this is just a gut feeling. I don't like Manny Machado that much. But I have him winning the National League Rookie of the Year. Uh oh, Rookie of the Year. Uh MVP. Got Manny Machado winning the National League MVP. Um Got marshmallows. So, yeah, I got Manny Machado winning, which is crazy because of the fact that Tatis, Bogarts, and Soto aren't on his team. But, honestly, I will not be surprised if all four of those guys are in the top seven MVP voting. Like, I would not be surprised. Maybe... If I had to give the, like, out of those four guys who would be on the bottom between those two, love this guy to death, but I think Xander Bogarts would be on the bottom. Like, if it was like, if they had all the votes from the top seven or eight, Bogarts would be the one on the bottom. That's just me being realistic and honest. Because I do think Tatis is a little bit better. I think Juan Soto's that much better. And Machado, of course, is my MVP winner. So, but it would not surprise me if, like, the top 8 vote uh, top 8 votes of a of certain players were those four guys on that team cuz that team is just stacked. But I mean stacked teams can go either way because again we thought the DR was stacked and look what happened. They they didn't even get past pool play so that sucks. So NL uh NL I keep wanting to say rookie of the year. NL MVP winner Manny Machado. He's mm-hmm. my pick. Here's another one. All right. So American League MVP. I got the guy who just won the rookie of the year last year. I got Julio Rodriguez winning the American League MVP for 2023. He's going to show everybody that not only did I win rookie of the year after I got that big contract, but I'm still winning shit. Even after that big contract. That's exactly what he's going to do. And he's going to be the type of player where he's going to show everybody that, hey, I'm an MVP that not only just hits homers, but is athletic. He's going to be stealing. He's going to be hitting doubles. I got him hitting like I got him at being a doubles machine over there in Seattle for I don't know. And then and he's just going to win MVP that much more in votes because the all star game is in Seattle. The Home Run Derby is in Seattle. He's going to play in the Home Run Derby because they need a hometown boy. He's going to be in it. I don't know. Maybe he might be in, 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 in the finals of the Home Run Derby with Jordan Alvarez. Oh, shit. Who knows? Um, But I do. I have. With all that being said, with the All-Star game there, with the Home Run Derby there, he's putting up a stellar season just like he did last year. They're going to see him as like, well, we can't vote him rookie of the year because he already won that. What's the next one? MVP. I got him winning MVP for the American League for 2023. Now, here's my take on a player for in the American League. I have Mike Trout not getting better than 6th place in MVP votes for 2023. I don't have a reason. I, well, I kind of do. But I guess if I had to pick a reason. It would be because, for one, of course, Shoei Ohtani is going to do what he does. J-Rod, of course, is going to win because he's just, he's going to show all these voters like just how athletic he is. And he's going to start in the All-Star game again. He's going to represent Seattle in the Home Run Derby again in Seattle with all his fans, all his boys there. you kidding me? I don't know. For some reason, Mike Trout, he, he's just going to strike as a player that gonna hit he will hit but ultimately i think his like 35 plus homers are just not gonna be enough to sway the voters anymore like there's gonna be so many players out there doing incredible things for lines for mvp that i think that well he hit he hit 40 he hit 40 homers all right and like i don't know i just i don't know and 40 homers, I'm not saying is not invaluable, but it's all about, you know, value, like, which is kind of contradictory in the fact that Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs, but he still carried the, the team for all they did. Like, he, he led, I think, in doubles and RBIs for that team. Like, when it comes down to leading the team, I don't think uh, Mike Trout leads the team other than just home runs. That's just my take. I think he doesn't get better than sixth place in MVP voting the American League this year. That's just my hot take, if you will. That's just all it is. Just a gut feeling. But again, I do have Julio Rodriguez winning the American League uh most valuable player award. And for the National League, I got Manny Machado winning. So let's just recap my picks before I get into my division winners. Division winners is gonna be fast. I'm not even gonna have no reasoning. There's just like quick like quick little picks. But, all right, National League Rookie of the Year winner, I have Corbin Carroll. Um, American League Rookie of the Year winner, I have Josh Jung. National League Cy Young winner, I have Aaron Nola. And American League Cy Young winner, I have Shoyotani. And for my National League MVP winner, I have Manny Machado. And my American League MVP winner is uh, Julio Rodriguez. So, that's who I got. So, now... Let's get into my predictions for the uh, division winners, which I'm, I'm I'm only pulling them up just so I could take a look. That's all it is. That's all I'm looking at. All right. So since I'm, I mean, I've been starting with the National League this whole time, so I'll start with the National League again. OK, so let's start with, uh, you know, we'll save the West for last. So let's start with the East East. I'm going to say right off the bat, I got the Mets winning the East. I had the Mets winning the East last year. They ultimately lost it. Like in the last two weeks of the season, they lost it to Atlanta. Sucks. But I I got the Mets winning. I got the Mets winning. I know they lost Edwin Diaz, but it's just one guy. Teams have gone further with with less. So look at Atlanta in 2021. They lost to Cunha. Look what happened. So never i never discredit a team after losing one or two guys unless it's the Yankees i don't care but i have the mets winning the national league east now let's see um central nl central's kind of tough for me because i'm it's honestly down to kind of three teams and everyone's like what the fuck three who's the third team For some reason, I got the Cubs kind of doing something in the way that I have Texas Rangers doing something, which I'll get into when I discuss the West in the American League. But down to three teams. I'm not saying the Cubs are going to win. Okay, I I don't have the Cubs winning the Central. I don't. But I have them close for some reason. I just have it in my gut. I have them close. So I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm just going to go with the Cardinals. Brewers, I think they're washed now. They might even be third. Maybe Cubs are going to win second place in the National League Central. Cubs might win second. Brewers might be in third. Because Brewers, honestly, are just like a, I don't know, they're just washed to me. They just don't excite me any more like they did like back in like 2021 or 19 and shit like that back when Christian Yelich was good. But they don't excite me. I have the Cardinals winning the National League Central. And now the Cubs are winning second place in the National League Central. I don't think maybe the Cubs will be in a wild card spot. But that's a conversation when it gets close to that time. But uh, next, National League West. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. Dodgers are not winning the West. They're not. The Dodgers are not winning the West. I don't have a reason. I just don't think, they got players, I mean, Mookie, JD, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, you know, they ha- they got guys, I'm not saying they don't got guys, but, I don't know, like, they just, it just feels like they don't look like, they're like, ready to win for some reason, which, of course, I could probably eat my words, because I just said in the beginning of this episode, well, i all oh, like, Teams shit could happen, things like that. Dodgers can go on and win like a hundred and six games and Padres don't even reach ninety. So I mean I sh- shit could happen. But I don't have Dodgers winning the West. I have the Padres winning the West. Padres are my team on the National League side that I'm picking. Last year was the Phillies. This year was the Padres. I have the Padres winning the West. But I will say, you know what? No, not that I will say. This is just a hot take that I have. I have the Padres winning the National League West and I have them gaining the lead of first place in the West early in the season. I'm going to say beginning of May and I'm going to say that the Dodgers don't touch first place throughout the rest of the season. Once Padres reach that first place spot, the Dodgers do not touch first place again. I will say they stay within one game two games, maybe even a half game, but they don't touch first place once the Padres hit the first place spot. That's another hot take. So I got one American League hot take and I have one National League hot take. So um, again, yeah, I have the Padres winning first place in the American League West. So now, let's go, to that. let's go to the American League. I guess we'll start with the East, even though I'm wearing... My Red Sox jersey. Hey, oh, man, the, this division's tough. I, I non, a little bit of bias, but this division is the toughest division. I don't care what anybody says. The West is probably second, but AL East is the toughest division. It pains me to fucking say it, but I do have the Yankees winning first place in the American League East. But. I will say not by much. And I do I I do believe in my Red Sox. I do believe they're going to win the 2023 World Series. I have them in a wildcard card spot. I do, 100%. But I don't have them in second place in the AL East. I don't. I have them in third. And I have them just behind the second place winner by a game or even a half game at the end of the season. And I think, I, I think they just battle it out for like the last, like three, two weeks of the season. They ultimately come up short. They end up being like the second place wild card spot. And they're, they're just like a game or a half game or like a game and a half from from second place in the AL East. But, again, I have the Yankees winning the AL East. But I don't have them going far in the postseason. 100% I don't. So, AL Central. This is a weird one because it, AL Central so, like, dumb because for one season you could pick White Sox. And then, nope, here come the Guardians. And then one season you could pick, all no, the Guardians are good. And then here goes the Twins winning 100 games. So it, it's kind of weird. So now I'm going to go with a team who had a guy on the USA team who got a taste again of what competitive, being competitive feels like or playing competitive games feels like, and he's just going to feed that to everyone in that clubhouse for some reason. And I'm going to go with the White Sox. I'm, I, got, I got the White Sox win the, the American League Central. And then if I had to pick a second-place winner, Probably the Guardians. Guardians second place, White Sox first place in the American League Central. Last one, the American League West. So let's get a little bit of a conversation here, like I was talking about the the Texas Rangers in the beginning of this episode. So, uh, all right. So first off, I have Houston winning the West 100%. Like, I wouldn't say barely, but, you know, not by a lot. I don't have them winning the West by 10-plus games. But I don't have them, you know, like, winning the West by a landslide either. It's like, But it's it's close. It's close enough. So I have the A.O. West won by the Houston Astros. And I think the American League is going to be filled with drama to the point where the Mariners and the Texas Rangers are going to be tied for second place for the American League, and then they'll probably end up playing either a 163, which I don't think they're going to do that anymore. But it's going to come into play with the AL East, to where because the Red Sox are just behind, they're going to have a little bit of a better record than Seattle and um, Texas Rangers. But at the ultimate factor, is going to be that Seattle beat the Texas Rangers more throughout the, throughout the season, so they're going to gain that obvious second-place spot. And then Texas Rangers are going to be knocked out because of a technicality with how close the Red Sox were to the to the AL East second-place winners. That I don't know if that made sense, but that's just what I have going on for some reason. I have chaos, again, going on for the American League, and I think that's going to happen. But I still have the Texas Rangers being a team that is just is, I I uh, I hate the kind of the word slept on, and I hate the term sneaky good, so I'm not gonna, but I'll use kind of slept on, like, they're gonna be a team that you need to, like, kind of look out for, they're gonna be playing spoiler, they're gonna be the team that's gonna be playing spoiler, I think, they're gonna be the spoiler team in the American League, they're gonna be, like, winning games that they shouldn't win, or, Well, yeah, that's pretty much it not losing games, but I think they're going to be winning, uh, winning games that they shouldn't be winning and putting other teams that are good in like a like a what the hell are you doing? Like, like, stop messing with it. Like, stop doing it. Like, stop what you're doing. That's what I think the Texas Rangers are going to be doing. Again, I can't even stress this stress stress this enough. Like, this is all just my gut, like, just as a fan, just of what I've watched, what I've seen, like. Just a gut. That's all it is. Like anybody's prediction could be right. Everybody's prediction could be wrong. It's baseball. You never know what could happen. So, American League West, I have. Houston Nationals, of course, winning. That, honestly, I just think is a given. That team is so damn good. Like, they don't. What is it? What's, What's that term? They don't rebuild, they reload. It's crazy. I have Houston Nationals winning. Shout out to. Jeff Blum. Had him on the podcast. Shout out to Houston, man. Um, I got nothing against him anymore. But again, I have the Astros winning the American League West. I have the White Sox winning the American League Central. I have the Yankees winning the American League East. I have the Padres winning the National League West. I have the Cardinals winning the National League Central. And I have... The Mets. Winning the National League East. Those are my my division winner predictions. No rhyme or or reason about it. Just based on gut feeling. Things like that. But I did give kind of like a scenario. Of how I think these divisions are going to end up going. So again. It's baseball. Let's just see what happens. I'm beyond excited for this season. Enough with predictions. Those are the predictions already. Now. I'm going to get into just a little bit. Again, shout out to Sunday League, the podcast, for hosting the third annual World Baseball Classic. We just finished our draft about an hour and a half ago. Um, uh, I'm going to go over my lineup a little bit. You know, I'm not even just going to give a number. I'm just going to go over my lineup of who I got on the bench or my, my, yeah, my lineup, my bench, and then the pictures that I got. So as I'm going to read it just fairly quickly here. My catcher, I have Travis Darno. First base, I have Matt Olson. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, so uh, second base, I have Luis Arise. Third base, Jordan Walker, potential rookie of the year, also. Uh, shortstop, got Xander Bogarts. Uh, outfield, Starlin Marte. Outfield, Christian Yelich. Outfield, Adam Duvall. My utility spots, I got JD Martinez and Tristan Casas, rookie of the year potential, also. On my bench, I got Trey Mancini, Jose Siri, Mike Zunino, and Brandon Crawford on the bench. Now, pitchers. Uh, I'm just going to go down the line here. So, I got Cal Quantrill. Uh, oh, shit. I got Brad. Oh, my gosh. I keep exiting out of this shit. Okay, I got Brad Keller, Otto Tanner Houck, Aaron Nola, my Cy Young pick, Um, Robbie Ray, Ross Stripling, Kendall Graveman. Garrett Whitlock, uh, I would say Yuasa Kikuchi and Spencer Turnbull. That's who I got All my pitching staff. So, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I like it. I love. I love my team. I I love my team a lot. But I'm not too happy with the pitchers. A lot of the pitchers were gone. Like this. This had 16 teams. So, you know, the pickings got slim. Like after the fucking third round. So it was kind of sucky. But Still so I'm I'm happy with my team. I'm real happy with my team. I'm gonna actually do my absolute best for this fantasy baseball. Last year it was my first time ever playing fantasy baseball, so I wasn't like too keen on it. But this year I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm really gonna give it my all. But I was glad that last year I was able to like get up in the morning and actually fix my lineup day to day. I'm real happy about that. I didn't miss a day. I think maybe like well like once or twice I missed a day, but that was about it. But, um, this year I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I like, I was happy, like we're doing the draft and I was like kind of stealing some people's picks. So that was also fun, but I, I, I love my team. I love my team. It's the best team. It is the best. Team. It's a winning team. It's a first place team. It's the winning team. It's a championship team. Um, I will probably end up making trades. I have maybe like four guys on here who I probably won't let go like at all but I think everyone else is kind of fair game as the season goes on. So but yeah, second year playing, uh, fantasy baseball, shout out suddenly the podcast, go give them a listen shout out to Boska and DH for putting this all together, uh, invited me on again. And of course, shout out to the new podcasts that are joining us and shout out to the returning podcasts who are also joining us. So it's going to be a fun season. I'm excited for this. season I'm, I'm so damn excited for 2023. Um, and then, of course, we have the Isotopes pretty much, like, underway now. Their home opener is Feb- is April 4th. We are wearing all white. Um, like, there's news now where Isotopes now have a set schedule day-to-day to what color jerseys they're going to wear. It's a new MLB thing. I don't know the full details, but I just think it's stupid. Starting pitchers should be able to pick their color, but whatever. But... They pretty much have four colors to choose from. They have white, black, red, and purple. Um, and then on the road, we're taking uh, grays and red. And I think those are the only colors we're taking. Yeah, grays and red. And, of course, their BP tops. Their new BP tops are nice. Um, but, yeah, like now it's like a set day to where they going to wear particular colors. So, like, I, like, for a fact, I think they're wearing... Purple on Wednesdays, white on Sundays, white for obviously for opening day. And I think Fridays they're going to wear black or or purple. I'm not sure. But I do know like in a span of like six games of their series that they're doing, I think they're wearing purple twice and white twice and then uh black and red once and then maybe purple a third time or black again. I'm not sure. I'll have to look at the schedule but i know we have it up somewhere i have to look at it but i know that's going on we got a new uh kind of some new squads going in we got some players coming in can't really give their names out um i love these marshmallows um let's see what else is going on we had finished the clubhouse their clubhouse is looking good um they just had their workout was it yesterday yesterday was wednesday Today's opening day, Thursday, March 30th. Let's go. But yeah, I still see this is going to look good. Um, So I know I put out a post that I was either going to wear my white or black and red Adidas. That's no longer the case anymore because me and um, the other clubhouse guy who I'm working with now, Aaron Hahn, we're going to be wearing our black and, black and gray stripe. Rocky's polo. That's obviously purple. And then we're going to wear the all-black isotope hat. So, I I could wear the black and red shoes, but they don't match with the purple shirt. So, I think I'm going to end up wearing my purple Adidas just to kind of match and look good. So, we got to look good for opening day. I know players are going to wear all-white. That's going to look so nice. All-white is my favorite look. Um... I do like the black and red jerseys though. Purple looks clean too. Um, red's not my all time favorite. I think red is like too much, even though red's my favorite color. But I'm excited for this next season of Ice Stoves Baseball. It's going to be fun. Uh, they're giving away blankets for the first day, which is ideal because it might be cold that night. And either way, I'm excited for Ice Stoves Baseball. I'm excited for this season. I just love baseball, okay? Sue me. But I think that'll do it for today's episode. Opening day is finally here. Those are my predictions. Hope they all come true so I can look like a genius. If not, none of them come true. and Then i look like an idiot. Oh, well. But um, Red Sox winning the 2023 World Series. Just telling you that right now. This is who's winning right here. Red Sox showing the jersey. They're winning um thank you everyone for listening truly appreciate it thank you to believe podcast network and yeah opening day is here let's get the fucking season going and um so again stay watching stay collecting and i'll catch you guys in the next one